secure, 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 secure. So I'm Thomasine. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Authentically Secure, the podcast. On today's episode, we'll be continuing our conversation about menopause. Today, my partner is joining me for this episode because we'll be discussing how this has impacted our relationship, what we have decided to do together as a team to address it. I'm a head-on type chick. I, I just believe in handling things head on, being very honest and very, and very transparent. And um, yeah, it, it has been a roller coaster. So I thought that the both of us thought that this would be a great opportunity to shed some light on what your partner, what your husband, your significant other, what they may be experiencing as, as we are experiencing it. And I think you're here. It's two different things. And maybe pull something from uh, how we're choosing to address this very, very personal and intimate uh, situation. So, Hello, everyone. My name is Brett Crenshaw, and <laughs> I am Thomasine's partner. We feel it's very important to remain in open, honest communication about health issues in particular, and I, I'm grateful for it because I think it's something important for cu for couples to do. Um, as we get older and our health becomes much more of an issue, something that we need to mind and manage better. When I say we, I'm, I'm speaking about men. As we get older, we need to manage these things better. And communication, particularly with your partner, is one way to do that, and, it's, and it goes both ways mm -hmm. and so becoming informed and hearing and sharing my feelings on uh, menopause and what we're going through within that is, is very important mm -hmm. so just to, to to be honest like i i please be honest i think Thank you know. <laughs> um in terms of our relationship I, I had a breakthrough within our relationship because at 47 i Shit, i had a breakthrough too I had the experience as a male partner to witness my partner's gynecological appointment firsthand, which that's rare. I know that's rare. I've never had a conversation with another man about sharing that experience. Yeah, I'm sure it's happened, though. I'm it's sure it's happened. Yeah, we're not like... No, well, the breakthrough came because it, it is something that is very different from men and women. And so just to understand from what a woman experiences just in that aspect of health was an eye opener. Mm. When you say it's an eye opener, though, was it an eye opener because that was the first time like experiencing that or because of the information that you were um, getting from the appointment with me? Mm -hmm. Both. Mm -hmm. Both. So I recently had um, my PSA tested and I've done so annually since around like 42 and real so, quick for listeners who may not know what a psa is uh, a P real quick hit it yes a psa um, exam is a physical exam of the male prostate and it also involves a blood test as well mm -hmm. um, to check the health of the prostate which can be cancer prone so i mean pretty much an external physical exam mm -hmm. is what a man 
indoors. And here's the thing that was eye-opening. The questions that are asked, the revealing one's personal health history mm-hmm. is very different for a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never been asked how many children I've fathered as part of my physical exam. And that was a question that was asked of you by your gynecologist. It, yeah. Okay. It, it is different because you are a child-bearing human being. Exactly. However, I think, though, that in the scope of things, our physical wellness is not the only part of our overall wellness. And so... Well, for, this, for this conversation, it is, right? Because in terms of menopause, it, it, it has everything to do with my wellness. That's my spiritual wellness, my emotional wellness, my physical and the sexual component of it. All of that is what women endure when their body begins to take on this life of its own, you know? And because we live in such a male-dominated society, it's not something that is readily talked about, not openly and freely, because there is a stigma on it. Like, you go through that by yourself, you endure that by yourself. And I want to say, you guys hit us up and let us know, there's a certain shame about that you know i know we talked about that openly right and so that um recalling just in terms of female being a human bearing human that emotional retelling Mm -hmm. doesn't happen for a man in our in our exams Mm -hmm. and so in that regard it it was a it was a breakthrough and an eye opener Mm -hmm. but yes also for the actual information of you know witnessing a, a pap smear and to understand what was occurring well one it quelled some of my fear mm. i mean it, mm-hmm. it, it this was mm. we didn't know what the nature of the cyst was mm-hmm. well you didn't know i was from, in pain absolutely <laughs> like absolutely. You, you knew i was yeah absolutely just... it's something that that there's no way to get around how it affected us mm-hmm. it affected us Every during day. sexual intercourse it affected us in regards to um, you felt that your energy level was being affected by it. No, I didn't feel uh, it was. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, and still is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe it's, it's important as a partner to be involved in the wellness of my partner. Mm-hmm. And Yeah. So a part of what um, Brett is talking about is we made the decision uh, as a couple to... I really want him to be knowledgeable about what's going on, not just with my wellness, with my being, including him in these types of aspects of my life. I feel like it's enriching for us. That's number one. But the the overarching feeling was I wanted you to see step by step because when the when my libido began to drop, I felt like, and I don't know if I've said this to you, but I'm going to say it now. I felt like you felt like it was something I was just making up or I was not attracted to you or it was there. There was nothing I could do about it. It, it, My brain and my womb were in two different conversations. Mm -hmm. Emotionally, there is this like I, you know, I want your closeness. I want to feel you. And when we get got into the actual nothing 
And I'm not, I'm still not sure what that disconnect is. It's something that, you know, I talk about in therapy, but the feeling, it left me feeling guilty. It left mm. me feeling guilty and ashamed because mm. we went from having this very robust, sexual, healthy, I felt, sex life mm. to like, what the hell is going on? What are, what are we doing together? Yeah. And if so, those feelings um, that arose in you of, me feeling that it was just something that was happening mm -hmm. that I, I couldn't connect to the actual physical um, change that that is happening, you would be quite accurate. Mm -hmm. Because though, and I think this is for most men, like um, you've heard the word menopause. You may have even experienced your mom, you know, or, mm -hmm. or someone close to you experience it, but to experience it with your partner and it be something that is affecting your own life and your own connection, emotional and physical connection with someone. It sure um the the ignorance of the reality of it certainly would cause a man to question, well what is really happening? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. I so, feel like you did though. I feel like you absolutely felt that way. I mean yeah. we had very I felt very uncomfortable and intense conversations. Yes. Mm -hmm. Big part of being able to um, to address it is to gather information mm -hmm. and to educate myself about what was really going on. Mm -hmm. We went from ya va 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 voom to things really things really changing. It is an emotional component to it, and as much as menopause, 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 as much as we can are aware of the word of it. You know the menopause. Okay. Exactly. Going through it is is something different, and it requires it requires um, an openness to to learn mm. new things. It requires an an openness to be able to communicate about those feelings, the feelings of vulnerability, mm -hmm. the feelings that I was having, like you were abandoning mm -hmm. our sex life, mm -hmm. and you though, because that's a very um, people is is as much of a um, sexual society we are. There are still things that I feel like are taboo. Sex in your relationship is natural. Like mm -hmm. it's it's a it's a common need. It's a need like you need food. Mm -hmm. It's a need like you need shelter. Mm -hmm. You you know, it's 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 not off of the chain of the cycle of life, right? And mm -hmm. so at the when when that began to happen, there was a sense of inadequacy, right? And I, and I know I, I I think I said that. I've I said a lot. Speak about that a little bit, if you can, just how, you know, you saying you felt like it was, I was withdrawing, I was withdrawing the relationship in that way. Um, but once we talked about that and I let you know that, like, it's not you, I know it's totally me. Mm -hmm. How did that change the conversation for you? If it did at yeah, all. It, listen, I, I, you know, I, I just have to, again, like, speak on this from perspective of a man yeah men deal with um like erectile dysfunctions Do it's, so, it's it is it's something <laughs> that is common but we don't talk about that mm -hmm. like men and don't talk about these kind of things men the don't talk, companies talk about oh yeah they, I mean, that's big bucks <laughs> yes. you know we also we don't talk about dealing with menopause i know i i was coming from a complete uninformed male perspective of being a little um, misogynistic. Be, it, it was, yeah. Oh, sure. Sprinkle, I'm, like. I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, that, let's not leave that part out. It's a, you, you have to double back to 
um, arrive at a point of, ah, this is my partner. Mm -hmm. She is a woman. Our bodies are different. What is really happening? That feeling was I'm being denied something here. And I've even, I, and mm -hmm. I even told you that, like, just in the realm of my, how I see myself as a man, mm -hmm. like my partner's body belongs to you. We, yeah, that was tough. My that was that was a tough conversation. Yes, that, well, because I hope that I can earn that from you mm. as my partner to mm. to want to share it all. Yeah, now, I want to share it all. It's it's something about the word own because I don't feel like I own you in any mm -hmm. way. Um, I that word it, it has a negative connotation to me. Okay, uh, and it's I mean we've we spoke about this. This is just for you guys, but it is. Yeah, it, it's something about that word and, and the shit black Well, I'm tired of being owned. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, what I, mm -hmm. it's, it's not that, you know, yeah. and we've talked about that in terms of how the language that we speak one to the other really means something. It had, it holds so much weight and value. Right. So, you know. Right. But for you, it is. Well, I mean, again, this is this is part of the maleness that I have that I carry. Mm -hmm. The things that I had been told mm -hmm. many years ago by my mother, who is a self-described sexually liberated. I'm trying woman. to get. I'm trying to get her on here, y'all. Y'all send up some prayers for me. It's, it would be a dynamite conversation. But go ahead. One of the gems that she told me, you know, when I was way before I could really do something. Um, constructive and relevant with this information um she told me there's more than one way to make love to a woman and that it doesn't involve your penis at all and um all. yeah and so you know with that awareness it certainly is appropriate for a moment like this, mm -hmm. a time like this in our lives, being mm -hmm. middle middle age, mm -hmm. where speak for yourself, you're older than me. <laughs> <laughs> where these dynamics are so uh, visceral, like mm -hmm. the desire of your partner is something that is I can't help it, yeah. right? But that doesn't mean oh. that it won't continue to change mm -hmm. as we change. Mm -hmm. And so, and it should, and like, it should I think it's, absolutely hard it to even think that you you know we're going to go from being you like a rabbit in your twenties if you're sexually active. Mm. For most people that I know, were very sexually active, myself included. To now, I'm you know creeping into you know as I say creeping into middle <laughs> being a middle-aged woman mm -hmm. and experiencing my body in a completely different way looking at myself and loving myself nonetheless but still just like oh wow that's changed that's gray mm -hmm. that's oh i don't i went from having a very high sex drive to having none and just the psychological effect of that you yeah. know it's just you know sometimes you ask me like what's wrong it's Nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. It's me in my head. Like, I'm literally, and I know I've said this to you before, like, I am literally having a conversation in my head, almost like if I could turn the key to the ignition. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, did we watch this with Cat Williams? And he was talking about, well, older women, you got to rev up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, and I, it was funny, but I was actually sitting in, uh, we, were, we were in the car. I was actually sitting in the car, like, I just want to sit there because it's like, okay, now 
I'm, it takes a, the foreplay takes longer. Yeah. It's more. It needs to be more creative. Yeah, but he, well, and here's the other thing. The, the between both of us. Too. Between both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. It's certainly not one sided. Here's the beautiful thing: is like you said, creeping towards middle age, right? Um, and for some women, I guess that there's that idea of like you know, as the woman gets older, like you're less attractive, mm-hmm. or that you lose. You know, my breasts aren't as bouncy. My behind isn't as isn't it doesn't sit up high on my on my back like it used to. The cellulite it can be seen. It could be anything. Well, listen, the thing about it is like we're aging together. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've come to appreciate all of the efforts and all of the femininity that you express. Like now. This is 46-year-old femininity yeah. that I get to witness. Yeah. I cherish it as much as, I. you know, honestly, I think I, I cherish it more. Mm. Um, yeah, one, because it's more refined. I love when we go out and we're looking good together. Like, more so, I pro- I, I, in my 20s and my 30s, it was, it was certainly not the same kind of um appreciation mm-hmm. of it because mm-hmm. you're young yeah you're you retarded know? when you're younger yeah you're, you're just leaving home and depending on what that looked like it's uh your world is truly your oyster at that point you're just exactly yeah so yep. yeah but you as you mature there should be some maturity along the way and so sure things do get refined and there's a, a, a for me I love it you know mm-hmm. the girls you know my girl the girls laugh at me all the time but I love this version of me mm-hmm. I don't want to go back right. <laughs> like I don't I'm you know people say oh if I had a, if somebody gave me a million dollars I would mm-mm. I don't no. want I'm good now can we freeze I wouldn't know can I freeze <laughs> like right here maybe not the sexual part you know we're working on it but you know I appreciate everything that. Um, I have experienced. Okay. In terms of feeling inadequate, I'll, let me break that down in terms of why why that feeling is so prevalent, it, particularly when there are advances from you. Or here's the other part, and I know I haven't said this. I, I was just able to journal about it. And not being able to receive that and reciprocate it. You know, being in this, it it feels foreign. It 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 really feels like someone has snatched invasion of the body snatcher. Totally. Yeah. You yeah. know, and I talked to some uh, some other female friends of mine about this, and one of the one of the sisters said to me that she cries like in her pillow. While, but she feels like she's, and she's married, but she says she feels obligated because she doesn't want her husband to cheat. So this, that, that may also, and that was a recent conversation, which is why I keep saying to you, like, I don't want you to have to feel. So I know that that's something that plays in my head. I'm like, oh my God, like it, I know that feeling, you know, we've been through that. Like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. It feels intrusive. I feel like I'm being invaded. Um, I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm doing something against my will. And I don't feel like in, in a uh, healthy, open, honest, transparent relationship that I have to lie to you about that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like shit about it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I also 
very much on the same playing field, understand that there's it's not anything that I have control over. Right. So that gives me some freedom in it. Right. Right. It gives sure. me it, it gives uh -huh. me some like, okay, this is not just because you're not attracted to your partner. Mm -hmm. This is not because you don't want to have sex with your partner. It has nothing to do with that. Yeah. It's actually the exact opposite, the having no connection to the desire of it. Yeah. It's such a somewhat of a mystery, if you will. I mean, how do we really account for the fact that in such real terms, at one's libido can mm -hmm. just change? You know, mm -hmm. I was forced to ask this question of um, what, thank you, what is the metaphysical meaning of menopause? I think you said that to me. I was like, if y'all get out of here, <laughs> shit, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> because, you know, like really trying to understand in a, in a cycle of life uh, kind of, of framework, I was blessed to be able to actually see my child born and to see the miracle that that was. Mm -hmm. And that gave me another um, idea about what, Ha what actually is ha happens when the sperm meets the egg and this life <laughs> begins to be born and it, it totally like you know became it was a phenomenon that I respected a lot more respected the process of the body bearing child and on the on this end arriving in close to 50 and now 50 years old and seeing how this other change mm -hmm. is happening. It's just as phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Is it and it and it's okay. It absolutely is. Now listen, <laughs> I, I've I've asked you about it. I've even I went to the most peace Zen uh community in in Queens and asked a woman <laughs> in that community, what do you think the metaphysical meaning of menopause is? And she was like, Exactly. Huh? I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so there, there is this this great mystery in uh, about it, and so because I know for sure is not the fact that my partner is not attracted to me. I know for sure it is not the fact that I've done something that has made me undeserving of my partner's affection. That is a feeling that I that I had that I had. Mm -hmm. Um, and that we had to really discuss. We had more to really than, unpack that, and and more than one time, like sure. that. This, those those were again very, um, for me at least, very in, intense and very um, vulnerable conversations about what are we going to do, and even offering like, listen, do you want to break up? Do you? That part of it is also, you know... It seems I, so selfish to, you know, and we just talked about it as, as recent as yesterday. Mm -hmm. Just And I am grateful to have a partner who, one, wants to educate himself, two, who understands to the extent that you are able to, but there's a willingness also to mm -hmm. understand. There's a willingness and a desire to meet me exactly where I am, I'm grateful for that mm -hmm. um, because I know that this is not easy. Mm -hmm. And then there is a fight with your ego, your maleness, your own sexuality mm -hmm. versus how you love me and how you want to care for me. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and so I take those things into consideration when we have these conversations. So I don't, I wanted to say that. I know I say it to you, but I, I, I believe we give you your flowers now, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, and, and it goes right back to our friendship for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to lie to you about anything. So this is no different. And it's, it's, it's equally as uncomfortable for me, you right. know, because you met me, I was a very sexual person. It was like, oh, all right, let's go. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's go. To go into, I don't feel like that. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I only had the desire. Yeah. At this point in, in life, we would hope that if one finds themselves with a partner and this change of, of your sex life changes, that there was a, a lot more that was holding you together that bound your love for, the, for your partner than just the sex and that it would be inconceivable to let go of all of those things that bring us into connection with each other um, if and when um, (laughs) our sexuality changes. Because it will. It it will. It put me in a place of thinking about, you know, there's 360 degrees in in a circle. There's 300, at least 360 degrees of ways that you and I connect. Mm-hmm. And whereas one of those pieces is changed, it's shifted, I have 359 other degrees to explore. Mm-hmm. To explore, and I'm speaking selfishly, to explore to satisfy myself. Mm-hmm. You know, those things that make me feel like a man. Changing the oil in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those it are the aspects any- of your ego I love. And listen, and and so to ponder what are the other ways that I can feel like a man, like your man, as long as those other things are in place, like as long as we can continue to appreciate the other things about each other. Mm-hmm. When So we were talking about going out and looking good. Mm-hmm. So if it was the case that we were like, you know, our sex life is changing and when we go out on our date night, you just like, oh shit, I'm just gonna throw on whatever. I don't even feel like that. My no bra day. Or just, <laughs> right. you know, sweatpants and, you know, a baseball cap. That's not how we usually go out. Listen, we go out and we're looking good from the very beginning of our relationship. We were turning heads. And that's the thing that I appreciate being your partner. I appreciate that about your femininity. There's so many other things, so many other reasons why I love you. You know, menopause is enriching. The experience of it is enriching in that regard mm-hmm. because you're forced to really take an assessment of what is the, really the basis of our connection. Mm-hmm. What are what are the, um, I'm thinking of this, and this is a little humorous, but I, I actually really want to know. What is the, what are the night sweats like for you? Like, what is... <laughs> What is that when I need to have the window like in the winter time and I'm like, please open the window. <laughs> like, like just it's, talk about that, the physical change. I brought the question of um experiencing menopause to a men's group that um that I'm part of. And one thing that two of the older brothers said, they was like, Man, <laughs> you're gonna have to have patience. But that's what our therapist yeah. said too. She was yes. like, like, oh You're have no. To have patience. <laughs> and um, and so that's that's part of it. You know, I mean, listen, roll down the window, roll up the window. Like, honestly, it 
just gives me another opportunity to like for us to live a satisfied life together. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to be with somebody, it's about compromise, mm-hmm. you know, and communicating and communicating, communicating mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and, and communicating like, you know, shit. Yeah, I might even poke poke at you, you know, call you frosty, frosty the snow woman or something, mm-hmm. you know, letting all those feelings be expressed. Well, and, you know, and also I, speak to actually feeling it, though. You know, oh I remember God. one time okay. you felt I was freezing cold and, you know, you're like, oh, baby, like, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, um, like you, know, you experience and feeling my body go from like hot to touch my body to experiencing recently, you know, me being cold. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just another part of, of the miracle of life. It really is. I mean, like, if you want to, when I, you know, we talk about you being my queen and being a goddess, like, this part of the journey, just, like, that. that's it. It marks it. Mm-hmm. It marks a phenomenal situation that is happening with a body that bears humans. We, if anything, like, it just reinforced, we are not from this planet. We're alien. This I've been telling a, people that for years. I'm not from here. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> this is a this is a. We're recording. This is just another case in point where this human experience it takes on dimensions of alien. How? What is causing the body to heat up? Like, I just you know the only thing that I could. Um, could conceive of is like what is it to have in you the thing that creates light like what is it to have the seed in you and like and to have all of the mechanics and the hardware to to nurture that seed once it grows like that's we can't answer those questions Mm -mm. so for me you know it is so it's easy for me to transcend the momentary, I don't know, inconvenience, if you if you will, mm-hmm. like the momentary like thing that we have to experience mm-hmm. of, I'm gonna feel warm, you're gonna feel cold, like mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a miracle. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh it for me it's a, a whole head crack. <laughs> it's like you know I don't even get into the miracle of it, and it, it's 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 I'm listening to you, and it you're you're speaking from a a place of privilege if you will right no seriously because know. you know what i'm saying sure. because you're not even you're experiencing that from an external place mm-hmm. and i'm experiencing that in my body in my mind mm-hmm. like i'm having migraines i have nausea you know i have i've had bouts with diarrhea i mean i'm having all memory of mem- oh god yeah, memory, uh, you know, to, you know, it's not just the libido. It's right. not just and it, the weight gain, you know, your mood swings, right. you know, and, you know, making a decision to do things on a more holistic way, doing it and going the herbal route yeah. versus um, making the decision to do, you know, hormonal replacement at this time. You know, it's sure. not off the table, but... You know, we'll see. We'll see what this does. But I appreciate that. Yeah. Like I appreciate that that um, idea of putting forth that effort to make this thing that we're going through to make it livable. Mm. 
and we make it livable. I mean, you know, we were talking about generations before us mm -hmm. where couples or one, the male was not expected to have uh, to express any ex of feelings relative to what is what's actually going on. It just wasn't even something that was expected is, is what it feels like. And, you know, I think people um, communicated differently. Mm -hmm. You know, we weren't in our we generation before mm -hmm. weren't in that this wellness uh, cycle of trying to really un gain an understanding of of the, the emotional enterprise of being a whole person, mm -hmm. having fears, having ego, um, trying to remain in harmony. Mm -hmm. Like these things take work. For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it it you know, imagine just being the kind in the world of where women's health was just regarded as the woman's thing. Mm -hmm. And it and, and there's no expectation for the male to understand or have input, it makes me appreciate the fact that you also are concerned about it in a way that you're including me. Um, I can I can see your approach to it as being something that will help us, not just well. I'm just hot, you know. <laughs> open the window. No, but I the, feel like what, that too. Yeah, but what, what it comes out, it, what it comes out <laughs> in is, do you mind if we op if we open the window? That's how it comes out. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I'm saying, oh, so we were talking about generations before where the way that the woman was experiencing it because it wasn't expected that there was an under understanding that began that it caused resentment. Mm -hmm. It caused mm -hmm. resentment in mm -hmm. women towards their partner. Mm -hmm. Because it was something that wasn't even going to be put on, brought to the table mm -hmm. to be discussed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know that um, for me, even thinking about it, I know plenty of older generation couples who sleep in separate rooms. Mm -hmm. Who and that was forever. And even thinking about my own maternal grandmother and great grandmother, and being where I'm at now. And thinking back, like, oh, shit, they were going through menopause. Like, mm. they, you know, they were mean and, you know, up and down and all around. And, mm -hmm. you know, and, and these weren't things that were passed down. I said this in the, in the previous podcast. These tools weren't passed down to me. So mm -hmm. I'm out here and these guys have passed on. They've transitioned on to ancestor. And I'm left here experiencing all of these things. And has and have been for years, like not even understanding, like oh, this is what I'm I'm going through, and this is what my parent, my grandmother went through, and my great grandmother went through. It, there was no one to to pass down that information for me to be to even be on the lookout for it. Mm -hmm. So being in a place where I understand myself, I know my body, I know what's foreign to me. Then walking into the wall of now I'm, I'm in full, my body's transitioning into something else. Well, these, no, I, this is not normal, but that is. And having the conversations with, with my gynecologist and like, no, that's been happening for a long time. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe perhaps you were going through perimenopause then. Well, what the hell is that? Generation-wise, these aren't things, at least in my family, they weren't talked about openly. Right. They and and according to some of my friends, it wasn't talked about 
openly because older people befriend me. I have a little, a couple of nuggets here and there. One of my older friends just said to me, she was like, girl, go ahead and have a hormone therapy. Your life will be better. Mm. You'll keep your, she literally said to me, you'll keep your man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she said that. This is yeah. a 67 year old woman. Mm-hmm. You'll keep your man because mm-hmm. that's their generation. That's what they're thinking. And I'm like, well, if he's going to go, he's going to go. Right? Like that's, <laughs> no, and I'm being, and not not to be disrespectful or dishonoring of our um, relationship, but it, it can't just be because my body is going through that. But that's the unforgivingness of the of going through this as a woman, yeah, and dealing and not being in a place to be vulnerable to tell your mate to bring your mate along with you, bring your partner along with you, yeah. so that you can. And I and I've said this to you: educate yourself. That's, listen, I, I mean... Yeah. I'll give you, here's some information, mm-hmm. but the only way that you're going to really, this is going to take root for you, mm-hmm. is if you do the research as well. Mm-hmm. You educate yourself on it. That's a... That's and a, let's meet there. Let's, yes. Yes. Well, listen, that's that's a task. That's a task that most men, I know there's a knot for me to, to delve into. I, I mean, I can speak from my own personal experience and, and past relationships and experiencing things that required of me then to be mm-hmm. a lot more keen on what my partner was going through. And mm-hmm. it was it was virtually off of my radar. You know, I considered myself enlightened. I considered myself open and open-minded. Mm-hmm. Just by that alone doesn't mean that that would translate to an openness to gain understanding of something that my body will never go through. Mm-hmm. It doesn't guarantee um, that I would just take it upon myself to explore things that were bringing my sexuality into question. Mm-hmm. You know, right. our sexual relationship into question. And, and you know, your partner may not even understand what she might have been going through at the time either, right. right? You know what I mean? Like we, I didn't fully understand everything that was going on until the cyst became so painful that intercourse became an issue for us. Mm-hmm. And and so getting further information, getting blood work, going back and forth to the doctor mm-hmm. and figuring out, okay, these are your options. This is what... This is what's going on. This is what needs to happen. Yeah. And these are your options. Sure. Right? So that's a different type of I, I if I don't if I if that would not have been present, I don't know if this would even be a conversation right now. Mm-hmm. Right? Be- right? Not trying to free you up from it sound like you was a butthead, but I'm just saying Oh yeah, <laughs> I was a butthead. <laughs> just, I was a mis and misinformed. And that's mm-hmm. that's is is so important. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember I, I had to admit to you about like how I was feeling about what was happening mm-hmm. that it, it I had to come to a concrete understanding mm. that hormones equal emotions like there's a connection between hormones silly and emotions man. silly man you know like that's <laughs> a concrete reality that um if i if I didn't bear down on that fact, yeah. I would still be in a place of being in conflict. With what was happening with us, even with our, even with us openly discussing everything, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it would, it would have taken a lot more time. Wow. Listen, I mean, you know. I mean, look, I know. Here's what he, but and look, I don't know. I know. It, it, this, <laughs> but the same, the same thing happened the other day, right? When we were talking about we, um, in certain ways, you know, we feel like we know. You've been a woman for 20, 46 years. I've been a man for 48 years. There are things that I feel like I know. No. Mm-hmm. And what I thought I knew is that you my you my woman, we sexual partners, and it should be this way. Yeah. Like what 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 conceivably could disrupt this? Like right? right? I mean, until yeah. you go through it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing about um <laughs> when we, we had the conversation about about the underwear. Yes. And uh, and you know, I was t- <laughs> saying, you know, I, I like briefs. I like to wear briefs as opposed to boxers. Mm-hmm. And what you had said and it, it came out. Your, your sperm count. And it came out. Like, I Googled it and thought, everything. Like, let me tell you about your balls. <laughs> right? Yes. And I would feel the same inclination mm-hmm. to be like, this can't be real. Like, Absolutely. you could get over this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just lay down and let me show you. <laughs> and that's what actually made me shut up. Mm. Like, girl, you don't have no balls. I heard mm. that in my like. Uh-huh. Go ahead on and just stand down, Tommy. Yeah. So those, those <laughs> what can lead to being you know emotionally detached from the reality of menopause mm-hmm. is misinformation. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. is thinking we can rely on either you know um, uh, old wives' tales, and you know I don't mean to be you know. Um, uh, discriminatory in, in that statement but these things that we that come through the grapevine mm-hmm. you know and stuff this that passed down yeah this stuff don't, doesn't put turpentine on your knee for arthritis yeah you know? you know she's just going through the change yes but what's the change exactly and how do i deal with it you know and it is a change i wish i wish that's a great word for it mm-hmm. that i mean <laughs> now that's a phenomenal ass word for it because it's constant mm-hmm. right but I needed a backstory to that. I need I need the whole Wikipedia version of the chain. Yeah. Including each individual woman's insert. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yes. it's so vast and it's so different for every woman. Sure, there are things that are very similar. You know, the hot flashes are common, they're similar, the mood swings, the low libido, these are all things. But then there are things that are women woven into that that are not the same and if you really get into it demographic wise you know race wise then then we have some cultural wise then we have a whole different nut bag so to speak no pun intended <laughs> but you know so it it just for me again and i and i and i'm i don't want to sound like uh i'm beating a dead horse but you know, it's it's a wonderful thing to be able to have a conversation with somebody, one that is as touchy and personal and vulnerable mm-hmm. as saying, I have no desire to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with you. I love you. I want to be with you. You know, mm-hmm. saying, you know, in, in very serious terms, like, I don't want this to hold you back. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, you know, you laugh at me when when I say that, but but you know, it's it's it is a conversation I had with myself, mm-hmm. you know, just about being real. Like, what's the facts, right? Well, two things for certain, ones for sure. The facts are that this is present. Yes. 
right? The low libido is present. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. We're, I'm, I'm, I'm in con- working in conjunction with my healthcare provider and doing the things that I know I need to do for me. Right. The other part is then there's you, mm-hmm. right? And then how do I still show up in our relationship? For you, yeah. because this is reciprocal. Sure. You're not. I'm not the only person that's missing something here. Yeah. You know. Um. And 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 there it. Okay. So let's talk about that paradigm. Like, is this something that is being missed? Mm. Right. So mm. you know, I, I'm. The way that I'm dealing with it, just personally, is coming out of that paradigm mm. of thinking that I'm missing something. Um, and just, you know, to, to talk about, frankly, about it, like, you mm-hmm. know, men, like, we like sex, mm-hmm. like, we like penetration, we like to, we like to bring you to climax, we want the the instant gratification of knowing that we are making you feel good, mm-hmm. um, and at, with, with, as we approach middle age, the way that we make love to each other changes Mm -hmm. it 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 must Mm -hmm. if we're going to account for maintaining some level of healthy intimacy Mm -hmm. it calls for us to to change the way that the actual practice of it Mm -hmm. and so yeah and so (laughs) so in that regard like again coming back to the fact Mm -hmm. of the matter Mm -hmm. okay the way that it was is not the way that it will be that actually opens us up to a whole world of opportunity to to also shift with it. Mm-hmm. The probably the most immediate thing is the, the <laughs> how new it thing, started and how it's going. <laughs> the new thing, yeah, the the new thing is okay, well, it requires more lubrication. Mm-hmm. That's a new thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's a whole new lane. Period. I forgot that part. I don't even know how I could forget that part. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. so, I mean, what? And it being a painful experience for both of us, both physically and emotionally for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is different. It is, Mm -hmm. it's different. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, and, you know, for a man, like, you know, I have been, however many decades I've been sexually active to face something that causes that requires change it's not easy it's not easy but it but it is but i'm not missing something mm-hmm. there's actually an opportunity to move forward in in a new direction mm-hmm. um so that's that's, that's where it. i yeah that's where i try to keep my mind at um it's is it's not easy though because physiologically like when I'm aroused, like my mind automatically goes all those things I was mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. about penetrate, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I can feel that. I, I was, I, I may have alluded to that a little yesterday in our in our talk, but um, I can feel your body. I can feel you tense up. It's like it's, it's it almost feels like you are reminding yourself, like when. What do you mean? Say um, so, at what point? Like. If if we're kissing and we're hugging or whatever, and you're not getting the response from me that I think that you're accustomed to getting mm. from me, I can feel your body tense up. Mm. I can feel even your erection mm. is. Um, I I can feel you know yeah you bow, but I can feel it's almost 
it, it feels like to me like you feel like you're being rejected. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um that and yeah, that's a um that's a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Um if there's just an inkling of feeling that my advances are not going to be, you know, received openly, that becomes a huge um obstacle. Yeah. You know, because already like in my mind you know, I'm like, will she want it? Will she not want it? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And then if I'm going to make the advance, it becomes, I, I'm almost hypersensitive to the idea of being rejected from mm -hmm. it. Because one, like, I don't want to feel, I don't want you to feel like you, you your partner is a gorilla. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, no, you I just want to feel. You know, I have to uh, account for what does no mean? Mm. No means there's a whole emotional component. And no is a boundary. Yeah, I'm not going to breach that boundary because it's not just a physical boundary. It's an emotional boundary. It's a boundary that's just as connected to you feeling that I care for you mm -hmm. as me making, as Absolutely. me bringing you to climax. Absolutely. Me being able to say, okay, she this isn't the moment for us and receding from the feeling that i'm experiencing presents the fact that i'm i can listen to your body i can listen to your heart telling me this isn't the the time and it, and like i was like i'm not missing something it isn't there isn't anything that's being missed is it it's not easy to come to that level you know it's not easy to come to that level like we put so much on the physical desire. It's maturity. <laughs> it takes a certain level of maturity to take your ego mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. um, I'm going to use this word. I don't use it often, but in this term, I think that it is. And that's the toxic masculinity out of it. Mm -hmm. Right. Because, you know, society tells us that you are to conquer everything that you acquire. You know, mm -hmm. we're, we're, we, that's just how this society operates. Mm -hmm. And so to not be able to be in a relationship that is fulfilling in a way where you're used to it being fulfilling, mm -hmm. um, these are, these are things that have to be, at least from my perspective, looked at. You, you, you have to pull each part of each layer apart. And mm -hmm. so being able to be in touch with that, being able to, be honest with yourself about where you are, what you're able to um, tolerate, and I, I don't even know. If that, I don't know if that's the right word, but what you're able to handle mm -hmm. in 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 this relationship, how what how you're reconciling with yourself, yes. like how do how you make this okay? How do how do you make this experience between us okay with you, where it doesn't come across resentful? Right. It doesn't come across as like just heartless and selfish right you know that that takes a certain type of person and you can only get there with one understanding who you are understanding what your needs are at least it's my opinion and being mature about it sure yeah and and, and it goes back to communication though i mean i think For sure yeah we there's a it's about the conversation, it's about the conversation. <laughs> yeah and um you know i think that's one of the things that is an asset to our um, relationship to any relationship mm -hmm. but um 
particularly in you know in, in this at this point this is a this can be very difficult for for couples yeah particularly if communication hasn't blossomed this is yeah this this can lead to a, a lot of resentment mm -hmm. i always wondered like why was it important for my aunt to make my uncle's plate at the barbecue mm -hmm. she would never let him make his plate mm -hmm. and it would like baffle me like he could make his own plate it goes back to the the 360 degrees of caring for your partner that thing that she did for him gave him and her just as much enjoyment as mm -hmm. any other way of reciprocating mm -hmm. your care. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not even about whether we are going to do it three times a week or one time a month. If we can tap into the ways that, that our partner needs for us to care mm -hmm. for them, then the shift in sexuality, the I'm cold, you're hot, the um, the emotional aspects of it, it's all bearable. Mm -hmm. But we have to tap into what what does my partner need, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. and, and, and you have to want to, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, and, and again, you know, without digging so much into my past, I remember um, dealing with um, someone... And it's not anything that I'm proud of, but I remember very distinctively him expressing like, she don't even give me none no more. Like that was that was major conversation in in that relationship between oh. he and I. Wait, outside of the conversation? Right, he was married. He was married and him and I were dealing with Oh, one he was talking about his wife. He was talking about his wife. Oh. And at the time I was young, I was in my twenties, stupid, but you saying what you just said, that popped into my head. And it it goes right to, you have to have a willingness to understand that, a desire. You, we talked about it. We, we discussed things. And regardless of whether or not I invited you into my space, you, you had the willingness to accept the invitation to learn along the way. That has to be there. We can't minimize that. You know, because some people just don't want to know because of their own insecurity, how they feel it may shine a light on them. Shoot, it reflecting their own possible experiences with, um, you know, erectile dysfunction or, you know, whatever. You know, sometimes looking at something so plainly in your face causes some people to step back and retreat the other way. Mm -hmm. So for me, because it's 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 about our friendship first. I, I don't foresee us not being together, but shit happens. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I'm I'm more concerned about our friendship being intact. Mm -hmm. I'm more concerned about knowing one hundred percent without a shadow of a doubt that we we can talk about anything and everything at any given time. Even the, the most uncomfortable shit. So for me, that's that's what this is about. And me showing up for me. It, it's, it's very selfish here, mm -hmm. right? It's me showing up for me and me being accountable to me, right? Because if I don't share that with you, I'm holding on to that. The minute somebody holler, right? Mm -hmm. Because I want my ego to be stroked. I want to feel, you know, I want to continue to feel desired and sexy as a woman. Mm -hmm. That's something I might entertain. Have, and that's just being honest. Mm -hmm. But being honest and accountable in my relationship to you and honoring our friendship, mm -hmm. 
it 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 causes you to to man up. You know, it, yes. it, you you got to step up to that. Yes. You know, on a consistent basis. I remember a moment. I guess I'll say a strategy that came to me one night. This was one night. I I would have been, and this this is menopause. Here's a step by step. I'm laying in bed. This is nighttime. I'm laying in bed. We have two, sometimes three children in the household. It's not like you know lunchtime. Hanky well, panky. There's, there's no lunchtime hanky-panky. It's not like, you know, hanky-panky over breakfast. Mm-hmm. Like, folks are getting out for school. And all the regular life things are happening. And so, nighttime, in the bed, running through my mind, I'm wanting you. Mm-hmm. I'm wanting you. And um, this, it starts when I go to lay my head down at the beginning of the night. And it continues on throughout the night. I wake up at like one o'clock in the morning feeling this same horniness. The strategy was when we woke up in the morning, nothing happened. It just wasn't the moment. But I had to tell you. Mm-hmm. I remember telling you, I, I held on to you and I told you in your ear that I wanted you and how much I wanted you. Mm-hmm. And I told you, you don't don't you don't have to say anything. You don't say anything. Don't you? You. I don't need you to respond to this. No, thank but you I, for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I just need to tell you how much I want you, mm-hmm. and it's okay. Like it, it will be the right time, baby. And that felt so freeing mm-hmm. because I had had I was going through it in my mind all night. Like, oh my God, I just want to eat you up. Mm-hmm. And the reality of it is that there's a time and and place, and it's not always it's not like it used to be. Mm-hmm. But that communication yes. and being able to state those feelings, like that feeling was a, safe, it's feeling safe. Yeah, it was a raw feeling. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know, like, I experienced it with you. Yeah, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I felt gratitude good. in that moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah, it's, it's and it's very reassuring. Um, and validating mm-hmm. to to not feel like I need to say something. That right. part for me, and I don't know if I've said that to you mm-hmm. before, but yeah, yeah, that part, um, not feeling like I needed to search for something mm-hmm. to stroke you or just and feeling you squeeze me tight, mm-hmm. saying that, like rubbing my back, like it, it, whatever I thought I was gonna say, I just laid in your arms and went to sleep because mm-hmm. I just was like, you know, okay. Like he's getting it, he's he's getting this. It doesn't. It's mm-hmm. not you. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. Mm-hmm. What would you? Three things that you would give another brother in your situation, experiencing what we're experiencing. Mm. Dig deep. Wow. Yeah. Dig deep. Um. The woman that's in your life, she's there for a reason. Like find those best reasons. The, the ones that are sustainable for you and feed them, fertilize them, mm-hmm. like show your appreciation for them. Because um, one of them is going to change. <laughs> <laughs> um, so dig deep in, in terms of how you view your partner and what you need from your partner. Um, also, it, um, information, like look it up. You know, I'm going to tell you a quick story. 
um, I had a young person came to me and um, said, um, listen, you know, um, I had this situation with this young lady and, you know, we were intimate and, man, I didn't like how it smelled. Mm-hmm. He said that. And he was like, I, I got to, what, what is that? Like, what happened? What is it? And, you know. Just I the did, vagina smell. Yeah. And, you know, hey, as a young person, these are the things that, these are, these are things that are all new. Yeah. So, you know, my, my advice was if you want to talk about it with her, talk to her directly. Don't text her about these feelings because yeah, it was posed to me as what do I do mm-hmm. like about it? Do I continue to be intimate with her? Do I talk to her about it? But also like go read something like <laughs> you find out as much as you want to find out about why a woman's body smells the way it does. What are the things that contribute to it? Like find out about it. And so often, you know, it's particularly a vagina. A vagina is not meant to smell like a bouquet of roses. And that's that's misogyny, right? That's our culture of misogyny, where it is not okay for me to perspire. It is not your your body, we your pheromones are uniquely yours. Mm -hmm. Right? And so your body secrete women secrete naturally all the time so if i'm walking and i'm going it's ridiculous to think that i'm going to come through the damn door and who wants to smell a bouquet of roses in their (laughs) vagina any damn way but this these are the fallacies and these are the things that are taught that reinforces that ego to think that i own i should be able to own you and have you whenever i want everything in our culture continuously reinforces that and it's a disservice to both of us because it causes me to take on all of these other issues that aren't mine. Right. And it causes you to have this false narrative of what a relation, what a healthy relationship can be and what it could look like. Right. You know, it's just, it's ridiculous. That's a great conversation. That's a whole different podcast. We should do that. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's it's ridiculous. But illustrate but yet, that too. The other, uh, no, I think that was, a, that was too, is uh, dig deep and inform yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, the third, you know, walk in her shoes. There'll be a time. Yeah, you know, there was a there was a video that of the must music. Be my son size, a size fourteen, because <laughs> <laughs> man. Yeah, you know, there it's was a, a tall bill. There's a there's a video of music soul child where um I can't remember what the song is, but uh Don't Change. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Where the the um the newlyweds mm-hmm. um they're gonna get married and then the, the woman gets into a car accident. Mm-hmm. And she becomes wheelchair bound, mm-hmm. and you know, listen. That's one of that video brought me to tears the yeah, first time I saw it. It's a beautiful song as well. Yeah, I'm and... from Philly. Don't you ever ask me is that? The song? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. And and so you know, the in the out in the end of the video, the couple that was to get married walking down the aisle, she's in a wheelchair and he's by, by her side, and you know that video calls into question. What would you do if, what would you want to occur if the shoe was on the other foot? Mm-hmm. Would you want your partner to either abandon you or would you want your love to be less appreciated because of a physical ailment? Like, mm-hmm. that's a serious question. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I would, would say to any man dealing with this. Like, put yourself in, in her shoes. Mm-hmm. How would you want 
what kind of grace would you want extended to you? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I love you. I love you too. Yeah, I'm. I'm grateful for our friendship. Um, I'm grateful for the level of communication that um, we keep at the forefront of everything that makes us who we are. And it's not easy. We've had some some real challenges, and, and we're going to continue to have them. But um, this level, what we're doing now. Um, reaching outside of everything that is personally us to help someone else along. If it's one person, and I, I say that often, um, but it's, it's important. The communication is very important. The vulnerability is very important. It's not easy to find someone that you're attracted to physically, mentally, emotionally, pulled to spiritually. Mm -hmm. And then have something as intimate as losing your libido and communicate that effectively. Um, but what, what I appreciate is that uh, we both said we were going to step up to that challenge together. And, you know, I check in. You still good? Like, <laughs> we need to be thinking about doing something else because I honestly want to know. Um, it's not just an insecure because this, this causes an insecurity as a woman. Um, my sexuality is a great part of who I am as a woman. That femininity that you enjoy seeing, you know, all of those things were tied into my sexuality. And so I, I was left to sit with where does my value lie? Mm -hmm. Where in it does not diminish my power as a woman. It does not diminish my femininity. As a matter of fact, it enhances it for me. Because it, it, it requires me to shift a little bit and think about how I want to be seen. How, how am I giving of myself? Mm -hmm. um, and that self-care piece kicks in for me. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's really become automatic. It's the first thing I go to. Am I okay? I'm checking my list. You know, how, this, how did this impact me? How is this impacting me in a way that I impact others? Like, these are all things that I, my own personal checklist if that checklist is okay, then I'm able to offer something to other people. If something is missing in that, then I, I need to sit with myself for a second before I can even begin to communicate anything to you. So before we had these conversations, you know, I really needed to check with that. Even going, you know, when I was explaining to you, like, no, this is painful in a different type of way, mm -hmm. you know. Yes. Um, and experiencing that in other relationships but just thinking because I had, you know, some other things going on in terms of how my uterus sat, but that was why sex was painful, but it had nothing to do with that, right. you know, and but having you as my friend and you prioritizing, you know, me in your life consistently, yeah. Yeah. you know, just showing up, be like in the ways that you show up, it, it is the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced in a partnered relationship. And so it's it's true. I'm not and I'm not just saying that, you know, for the camera or any. I mean, these are things we say to one mm -hmm. to each other. But those are the things that fortify it for me. Mm -hmm. you know? And yes, it, you know what you said about um, knowing yourself mm -hmm. is ultimately what I took from what you said. And, um, you know, I was that that's the um, the antidote for uh, that feeling of I need to do this to keep my man. Mm hmm. And I was cracking up when she said that. I was like, girl, yeah, a, please. I, 
You know, Auntie, what? No, no, ma'am. I said, no, this is 2021. We don't do that anymore. And she fell out. <laughs> we definitely got to go out for drinks so I can break it down to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. you know, um, it it's, it requires the emotional investment on both of our parts. Mm-hmm. If I knew what I wanted any less, mm. um, then maybe the idea of, oh man, this this ain't going the way I want it to go. Let me look and, and mm-hmm. see something else. You know, let me get a side chick, mm-hmm. someone that's gonna satisfy this this thing that I need. Mm-hmm. You find one, I'm, I'm too old for that. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Um, it 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 requires too much energy. Like I mean, come on, um, that's not even you know. I can't even conceive of that. I I can't even conceive of that because I know what I want. Thankfully, by blessing, I found a partner who we match up. We match up in in so many different ways. There isn't much outside of what I want for myself. Like the things that I feel that help me. To be happy, like I found that in my in you as my partner, mm-hmm. and so and I in you. Thank mm-hmm. you. You're welcome. And so being being settled in that, being um, affirmed in that, like realizing that someone who is compassionate, like that's much more important than someone who you know has an hourglass figure, a, a partner. Who is di- who is direct? Who is direct? That's a nice way of saying it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying like for real. Like I'm already like all wordy and you know wanting to like be diplomatic. Yeah, we if had we to start both, over a couple of times. <laughs> if we were both it, like that, like it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Um, we draw each other. I've said this before. We draw each other towards the center because I'm on one end and you on another end, and we meet somewhere in between. But not knowing what you want to make that menopause thing mm-hmm. uh, um, it could be the, the, the a nightmare a nightmare mm-hmm. you know because yeah, you want to read yeah so I, I, I give thanks for that and I, I hope you know those out there who are listening and are dealing with it that you know these things resonate and from hearing this that you, you are able to peel back another leaf mm-hmm. um, to uncover some things that you may be holding on to um, feelings that feel very vulnerable mm-hmm. that you may want to communicate with your partner. Um, take the step towards it. Lean into it. Um, it. It can only serve to, one, be revealing. Like how, how it's going to be re- received, you have no power over that. But at least you can reveal how you really feel and present the opportunity for things to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, the most vulnerable feelings can be um, massaged with a little conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I know that to be true. Yeah. 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 So I thank you, babe. I love you. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for being a part of uh, what we believe are life-changing conversations. I know I, and I watch and listen to a lot of podcasts and watch a lot of YouTube videos. Um, you know, I don't know if these type of conversations are being had as candid and open um, as the vision is for Authentically Secure. It is to have those deep elephant in the room conversations that make you uncomfortable, 
Um, and, uh, and I'll leave you with, with this is to search within yourself to see why you're uncomfortable. What makes you uncomfortable with bringing what's going on with you in totality to your partner and deal with that. And then you can get to a place of being authentic and real in your communication style with your partner to discuss anything. Uh, we talk about everything and I'm, I'm grateful for that, that, you know, I, I put that out in the universe. That'll never change. And I'm, and, and I know it's rare. And so it's, it's definitely something that um, I want to continue to have conversations with prayerfully with other couples, but for right now, it's just us and, you know, we're going to continue it on, but thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a part of um, our, our conversation for today. Um, there are two things I'm going to ask. If you enjoy this podcast, if you have enjoyed the content thus far, please leave a review. Please like, share, subscribe, tell your friends, repost it in your stories, tag someone, get the word out. It, it, it means a lot. It's important for many reasons. Uh, I know I always say on here, like if it reaches one person, um, and it has, it's reached more than one person, but we could see you looking at the podcast. And so to review it would even be better. So thank you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Ashe. Ashe.